0: Well we're talking to Michael Barrow, who's had quite a, a a lot of experience lately with handling last minute arrangements Michael, I'm glad you finally made it on to the program and and we're going to be talking about your chip boys snack um is it the name? Could you tell me a little bit about the name?
1: Sounds great, and thank you again so much for having me so um when my founders and I were getting together, we wanted to have a name that had chip in there so we could eventually come out with other form factors of chips which are in the works. Our machine can do anything that's corn based oh. and you know, wanted something at the end of what kind of reaction would you have when the spice really hits you. Um I said, Oi, this is spicy and somebody said, All right, <laughs> let's call this Chipoys and here we are millions of bags and a couple years later selling Chipoys around the globe. Yeah,
0: well, I'm I'm holding you responsible for any and all weight gain. I mean, gain, I may tell you.
1: <laughs> I, I apologize in advance to you and all <laughs> listeners for the deliciousness I our keep,
0: chips. Yeah, I can't. I just keep reaching for them. I should put them out of sight, so I don't do that. But I mean, I'm, I'm really stuck on them. <laughs> Why don't you explain um, a little bit about um, the company? What You're going to be making a lot more things, but essentially it's a snacks company, right?
1: We are a snack company focused right now on our delicious rolled tortilla chips available in four different flavors covering the full end of spices. So we've got our original, which is just a hint of lime, some delicious salt in our great country tortilla chip, our chili limon, which is our sweet and spicy with a little bit of heat and a nice hint of lime in there spicy ranch, which I believe you told me is your favorite. There's no chip like it anywhere on the marketplace. Nice <laughs> spicy ranch kick with uh, the great form factor of the rolled tortilla chip. And for those that like it really hot, we've got our fire red hot as well.
2: Now, w- where, where did you start out with all of this? I mean, It would be fair to say that if you asked many people in the snack food business, they would say, I'm not sure there's room for any more people in this this. obviously you you thought you had something different perhaps you can explain what you thought that was
1: yeah great question so my background I spent 14 years working at a large convenience store distributor saw a lot of convenience stores and especially convenience store distributors bypassed by the large snack companies that had their own route trucks and figured that if we oh, had a ship that yeah I didn't that know that
0: Interesting. So we
1: figured if we had a chip with better margins, better taste, smaller pack sizes that consumers loved, retailers loved, and distributors loved, that we'd have a chance to fill a void in the marketplace. Um, fast forward a couple years later, um, we're looking at a brand that should be in 20 countries by the middle of next year and over 20,000 stores in the United States. So wow. growing faster than even we expected it to, but fortunately, um, to your point, there's a lot of consumers that love our chips and a lot of retailers and distributors that want to aggressively partner with us as well.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, I've already told that they're addictive. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, that I know. Um, and, to, and that always helps moving a product, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you've moved into specialty food, which has uh, is highly competitive. But into a category that, although it's very fast-growing, is also highly competitive. Snacks. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Um, what are your differentiation
1: points? Great question. And really what you've mentioned has been the thesis of our company is how we're going to differentiate ourselves. So on the consumer level, we're offering spices and styles of chips that, Nobody has seen before, like ranch, or, or there is no original rolled tortilla chip that's great to dip with. Um, from a trade standpoint, we've got much smaller box counts than most large players that are selling Yeah, I like 24. that.
0: It doesn't stop me from going through one after another, but I mean, <laughs> I, I like the, the point that they're very, very kind yeah. of accessible
1: and, and portable and so forth. Yeah. So we, we try to make it long shelf life, low minimums for the trade, bigger margins, and then work to do on the in-store execution, whether it's signage, bundle deals, our nice permanent displays, clip strips, anything that we can do to grab the consumer's attention. And we're very confident that once we grab them the first time, we're going to keep them for a very long time because of the quality of our products.
2: Now, had you been in this line before? Only on the distribution side of things is all the characteristics I mean you you speak of this like like an old friend but did, had you started with the old friend before it's talking yes, about so. snacks I think
1: yeah right yes
2: exactly yeah I've
1: been selling snacks for 20 years and all of my business partners are old friends of mine, so lots of familiarity with the car- category and lots of familiarity with my partners as well. Well, that's great.
0: Um, what market are you targeting? It's such a huge market.
1: So phase one was convenience. That's what my background was, and that that's the side that I felt was most underserved by some of the large snacking companies. 2024 huge emphasis on grocery and we are talking to some of the largest players in the trade right now. Um, We started off in Europe last year and are now talking to one of the biggest grocery chains not only in Europe, in the world to get started. Um, The product has also gotten Halal and Kosher certified and that's going to open up Israel and the Middle East in a large way for us starting in Q2 of this year.
0: I have to ask you. One thing I'm not real thrilled about is this red powder. I mean, it's really kind of a nuisance. It gets all over my fingers.
1: I, I do apologize, but when consistently applying the powder in a circular motion around the chip and having that delicious spice that you've enjoyed, it's kind of hard. Oh,
0: I love it. Yeah, but that. it is it's messy but I love yes, it. But we, we, <laughs> we, think
1: it's, we think it's a badge of honor for our consumers to show off the delicious powder on their hands after they've enjoyed <laughs>
2: our
0: <laughs> Very quick thinking, very <laughs> quick <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> it,
2: it seems a little bit like the dusting that they used to put on nuts. Pistachios. Pistachio nuts.
0: Yeah, it reminded me that, which has a nostalgia factor for me as well.
2: It also it also gives you sticky fingers.
1: Indeed.
0: No, you're implying that you actually chose a name because you're going to be um, branching out as well as expanding market. Um, So you planned for that when you started the company?
1: Yeah, I've always been trained that you should work backwards from your destination. So the plan was to have multiple SKUs, multiple channels, multiple countries the distribution expansion has happened even faster than we've expected to which has kept our focus on the core rolled tortilla chips but we are working on some other form factors and more importantly we are working on a taste of chip that the world has never seen before that we're hoping to release later this year oh you can't tell us what that is probably that's probably a secret it it is a trade secret for the time being but i do promise (laughs) both of you that when we are ready to launch I will give uh-huh. you a heads up and, and happily discuss it again on your wonderful podcast.
0: You're, you're very quick. You're good. <laughs> I, I'm in sales. Oh, I have to be quick. You
1: have to be. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, if you're used to rising to meet crises, I understand. Huh? Indeed. <laughs> um, do, do you see uh, as competitors? I mean, there's so many competitors. What? How do you deal with it all?
1: We just focus on making Chapois the best brand and the best company we possibly can. As mentioned, you know, we, we value all of our stakeholders equally. We want our employees to be happy and motivated to sell, present, and make the best chip possible. We want our distribution partners to want to push Chapois because they feel valued and they're making a lot of money on the brand. We want our retailers to view us as one of the highest margin items in the set and one of the best supported items that they have. And there and most importantly we want the consumer to love us. And if we're making a great ship that retailers and distributors want to promote and consumers are enjoying, we think everything else will take care of itself from there. Um, We go to great lengths on quality. We have not touched pricing since we launched the brand, everything that we do is to make sure the end consumer has the best experience and best value possible.
0: Why did you debut in
1: Europe? So we started in the United States, went to the Sweets and Snacks show a, show a couple of years ago, had a couple people from Europe come in, say that they were specifically looking for a ship like ours to bring overseas, and I never liked really? to turn down business, and and unfortunately, Europe has been one of our fastest-growing markets right now. I
0: didn't know that. I wonder why that is. I mean, I've sort of never registered that.
1: I I think it's a combination of things. I, I think it's people like the name. They like the spice and stuff like that. I think the European market is a little bit less served by the powerhouse snack companies than the United States is, which made room for a challenger brand and you know we're just going wherever the momentum is as a company
2: now we, we just got back from several weeks in my home country and and the, there the, the, the chip is a potato chip but have, have you have you changed that perception in the marketplace or in the consumer place in the in the uk
1: we're certainly working on it, and we, we've partnered with an incredible marketing agency and talent resources to help increase our brand awareness. Unfortunately, they've got an office over there, but sales have been strong. We're going to be adding new flavors to the U.K. market, and I think also as we do well with the surrounding European countries, that should create more of a halo effect for brand awareness throughout all of Europe.
2: Yeah, a very a very, a very popular flavor. <laughs> flavor of potato chips, in, in in as I recall, in the UK we, we we don't live there every day now, so I could be wrong here, but the salt and vinegar seems oh, yeah. seems to be a rather awesome market segment. I I can neither confirm nor
1: deny that that item is in our pipeline, but I certainly do appreciate the feedback.
0: (laughs) Clever, clever, Michael. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to read between the lines on that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, well, I mean, that's part of history, too. I mean, they're so used to having vinegar with their chips, with their um, french fries. Rabbit. Yeah, and, and, and due yeah, to the it,
1: explosive...
2: It's, it's, the chippy da, it's the chippy down the street, exactly. exactly what
1: it is, it, it, it is and, and due to the explosive growth that we're having across the pond, we are planning on having our own dedicated factory in Europe by the middle of this year, and then that will certainly open up a lot of flexibility oh, nice. for customized flavors from your home country and the rest of Europe.
2: Yeah. sour sa- sour sa- 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 sour cream and onion is another is another very popular brand. It's popular but, here as well.
0: But you know, Michael's product is is a bit more sophisticated than that. Oh, the sure. flavors are are less um are, are less one note, you know, they're more complicated. Uh, oh. why do you, how do you explain that, Michael? I mean And do you have chefs that
1: help with this? We we work with some of the top flavor houses in the country, um, in the world for that matter. Any chip that you've tried is probably on anywhere from its fifth to 15th iteration because of our obsession over quality. And, And we try to nail the right combination of spices and ingredients and stuff like that to give the best crunch, the best taste, and the best experience possible for our millions of consumers.
0: You know, if you break out of, of um, that one chip, I mean, what road do you go down? You're not going to tell me, I know.
1: <laughs> uh, again, we can, we can do anything that's corn-based so you can use your imagination. Right now our focus is the continued growth of our core item, but as that brand gets more and more firmly established and a lot of our Retail partners ask us for incremental SKUs and everything from the same spices on different shapes to additional flavors of the shape that we have already all come into play to support the global growth of the brand.
0: So you you must have a pretty large
1: R&D development team, huh? It's not a large team, but it's an exceptionally dedicated team that loves what they're doing, puts in – long hours and obsesses over the quality of the product wow and, and
0: you know i mean you have so much talent in this marketing stuff <laughs> we've got to find you in some other project you've got so much to offer here um you. yeah you learned a lot in your in your
1: experience with convenience i don't know that it's my talent but i, I get the privilege of working with some exceptionally talented people <laughs>
2: Let me let me give you a, a, a totally whacked-out experience that we had, and see see if it causes causes you to think think again about entering a whole different segment of the of the food market. We were we were at the fancy food show. We we go every year. We were at the fancy food show, and the the, the winner of the best new product. One particular year we were there was potato Potato chips, okay. very spicy potato chips, and we said to each other, "Because we're so smart, you realise <laughs> that, that, that this that this product would be the best new product of the year." And it, w- and it was made by a company which grew potatoes. Now guess what? The next the next year, the same company was back and winning again, making vodka. <laughs> out of their own grown potatoes yeah, so did, I, do you, I,
1: I cannot yeah, tell you ahead. that vodka the one thing I can definitively answer is there is no vodka on our short medium or long road roadmap <laughs> as a company of
0: course that's, that's an, if you follow these trends reports I wonder how many of them actually happen truly I'm trying to remember what some of the latest trend things were announced. Um, we do a couple of programs a, a season on, on trends. Um, the, uh, the, there's no question, of course, that it seems like everybody's snacking. I don't know that, that there's a core market for anything besides snacks at this point. Um, anything can be made into a snack, right?
1: Um, Correct. Yes. But and we But what are some sure of the other insurance. things? I
0: mean, are, are you being interrogated by the people, uh, the potential customer marketing base or anything about your process? I mean, uh, that seems to be taking off half the labels anymore about um, whether it's uh, genetically modified or it's kosher or it's, you know, it goes on and on and on. And do you get a lot of uh, questioning about your process
1: and your ecological stuff? We do, and everything from serving the best quality ingredients to sustainability is something that is always discussed by everyone at the company and something that we're constantly working on.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I predicted that they soon would not be able to print labels because they have so many declarations of conditions on the (laughs)
1: labels.
0: Have you noticed that?
1: At any given moment, legal and compliance could be the, the most important department really? of the company. So, yeah, especially when you're doing business around the world. So your requirements for the Middle East could be different than your requirements in California, which could be different than your requirements in Europe. So it's something that we're constantly staying on top of as a, a company. That's
0: that's a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I even noticed, like, in, in, when we're in, in the U.K., uh, now that they're no longer a part of the uh, EU, um, they, you know, there's there are endless requirements that, that they would never qualify for, and they do different things. I
1: it's mean, a lot of work, to,
0: but... Yeah. But it's How it's do you stay it. up to it? Uh,
1: we've got consultants on staff. We've got a great legal team. Um, The people who run our factory for us are exceptionally well-versed on this stuff. And and fortunately, a lot of our trading partners are as well, and and they give us some proactive guidance on everything that we need to do to enter their country. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Well, that's
1: good. You really are organized. I'm, I'm absolutely
0: amazed. <laughs> it sounded.
1: My, my um, days start when I start getting emails and WhatsApps from overseas at 3 o'clock in the morning and then usually end somewhere between 10 and 11 p.m. because our factory is in Tijuana, Mexico. So it's a lot of work, but as long as our ships are moving and most importantly people are enjoying them, then it's all worth it. And,
0: uh, Marie, we, we have some experience with that. We've done... Um, I remember when they debuted black garlic. We had somebody calling us from Korea, and for them, they were they were in the middle of the night. <laughs> and when we interview people in Australia, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon here, and they're having their breakfast co- coffee the next day. It's like it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. I understand. Now um, that we've said about how wonderful your company is and how wonderful your product is, how do people lay hands on it?
1: Great question. So, we're available in Food Lion, over $7,000 generals. We're in thousands of convenience stores, Central Market in Texas, Menards, and talking to some of the largest players out there. Most importantly, no matter where you are, you can always grab our products off Amazon as well. Oh, Amazon. Okay.
0: Um, it, 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 it's you don't have, like, an e-commerce
1: thing on your website. Not yet. Um, something that we're looking at, but right now our focus is on Amazon building that as aggressively as possible.
2: Just, just by way of information, I'm looking out the window of the broadcast studio, and the, the Prime, Amazon Prime truck just pulled up across the street. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
0: that's that's. I I just want pray that, that they keep up because I mean if they. If Amazon collapses then I don't know how many brands would go under. I mean it's, it's an amazing exceptional kind of a, a, a business arrangement. Well, listen, I think that it's wonderful. Listeners, um, check out um the the, the company Chip Boys. Um and as I told you before, I've told you before um, they, you take one, you try one, and you're you're hooked, <laughs> and there you go. Well, Michael, I'm happy that you resolved your, um, all the other facets of your daily life there and were able to make it to talk to us. Uh, again, it's uh, Chipoy, C-H-I-P-O-Y-S, listeners, and um, if you have any questions about it, personally call <laughs> Michael Barrer <laughs> at any hour of the day or night, right, Michael?
1: I'll probably be awake and yes. Our, our website is chapois.com. There's a link to email us at info at chapoys.com. You can also That's great. find us at each poise on Instagram or TikTok. And yes, one way or another the question will probably find its way to me and you might end up hearing from me directly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're a delight to talk to, so I think that's a, a good route to take. Thank you so much for making it. And, um, and yeah, and, and I hope to talk what you promised us, remember. That we got a heads up on your new product.
1: I, I'm hoping this is one of many times I have the honor of being on your podcast, Anna. Oh,
0: great. <laughs> I hope so, too. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.
0: You too. Bye bye.
1: Podcasting services for On the Menu Radio are provided by ASP Station, www.aspstation.net.
0: Oh, Linda Joden, I need to start with you with the question that's been on my mind for a long time why is suddenly everybody involved with popcorn?
3: <laughs> it's like the <laughs> hottest thing. Why? Oh, my goodness. Well, first, Ann and Peter, let me say thank you so much for having me on your show. This is such an honor and a privilege. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, popcorn is a really fun thing. What what could be bad about popcorn? That's what we always say. Our, our goal in life is to spread joy And um, what better way to do it than with popcorn? And popcorn is just really popular in the snack food aisle now at the grocery stores. Um, When we first started, uh, almost 23 years ago, there was occasionally you'd see some popcorn on the snack aisle by the chips, and you think, oh, somebody's got popcorn. And then over the next five to ten years, you'd see one or two others and a lot of local brands, and now all of a sudden popcorn is just no Pun intended, exploding on the snack food scene. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's got a, it's going to have its own category, and it's going to it's around to stay. I don't think it's one of these um, passing fads.
0: Well, I, I honestly, I've really been involved in popcorn for quite a long time. Um, as a child, I used to help with the popcorn machines in, in movie houses, the theaters, uh, because oh, that's, that's where my my father worked. But anyhow. I've just always loved it. Um, I made it myself. I made it when you made it on on an open fire. You know, I've done the mm-hmm. whole thing, um, and yeah. it's my favorite thing. But I never even thought of some of these flavors. I mean, uh, uh, why? First of all, your background. Um, are, are you have you been in the food industry for a long time?
3: Yes, we, my husband and I met in, in a restaurant when we were kids. I like to say we've been married just shy of 40 years. So I say back when we were kids, we, you know, met in a little restaurant and um, we've been in the food service industry one way or another, all of those years. So for longer than 40, 50 years, we've been in food service. It's been a lot of fun. And that's kind of how, I mean, it kind of came naturally to just keep rolling with it. hmm well, but, I mean,
0: it, it's a big jump to to to, um, to tackle uh, the specialty food industry. There's a ton of competition, and it's a there hard is. road. It's expensive to
3: jump in. Yes. So if you want me to, I can tell um, you and your listeners uh, kind of where we started and how we started down mm. that road.
0: And, okay, great.
3: <laughs> when um, there, years ago, we had our kids were small, we have two children. Um, they uh, one of our, our oldest, his name is Noah, and then our daughter is Hannah. And we named our company after um, Hannah, Miss Hannah's for my popcorn company. And oh, uh, the reason we did that, <laughs> we did that because we had had a business named after our son for several years. I had a preschool in my home, and um, we said if we ever have another business, we've got to name it after Hannah. So sometimes it was, you know, something she's not real happy about, and then now she embraces it. So it's great. But we started out years ago, we had an opportunity to move, you know, kind of made a big move, and then uh, decided that wasn't going to work. We moved back to the Portland metro area. And then after uh, we did that, we had a really hard time getting back into the work that we were doing. So which and, uh, what,
0: what were you doing? Food
3: service, food sales. My husband was in food service and food sales. Myself, I had been having my preschool in my home, but we had sold our homes, so now we were renting. And then a dear friend of ours, who are still very good friends of ours, suggested, why don't you guys go try making popcorn? And we thought, that's kind of crazy. But then I thought, that's kind <laughs> of crazy. Let's do it. So we figured it out. We literally figured it out. We said, Okay, how do you make kettle corn? Well, it tastes like it has sugar in it. It tastes like it has salt. Obviously, popcorn, you got to have some oil. So we really just um, figured out how to make it. We called um, the supply house, and they said, well, it's basically this. you got to figure out your own formula, your own recipe. So we did. So um, we started doing festivals. Well, we started out at a little tiny mall in Salem, Oregon. That only lasted a few months in an electric kettle. They started coming into our um, little little tiny kiosk, you know those rolling carts that you would see in the mall? That's where we started out 23 years okay. ago, all in right. Salem Center Mall. And they, there was uh, someone from the city came in and said, hey, can you guys do this event? We, we need some popcorn at this event that we're doing. We're reopening um, this big carousel and stuff. And so that they had redone all of the horses on the carousel. It was a big, huge event. It was so fun. We did it. My husband figured out how to do outdoor popcorn versus indoor popcorn, and from then on, we never looked back. We always popped it in a kettle with an open flame underneath, and um, someone's standing there stirring it with a paddle. And um, it took several years, but about five or six years later, trips to the East Coast to try and find the biggest and best events, but we were always looking for a new event and an event where we could work on the weekends. We homeschooled our children, so we had the freedom and flexibility in our schedule to do that, and we just um, really enjoyed our travel time. We spent many, many years going down to Arizona. We had friends down there, and they said, hey, you've got to come to this event. So a lot of our, a lot of our traveling was um, like we would go to Arizona twice a year. There would be times um, when that became just routine for us. We would finish up say a pumpkin patch in the Portland metro area and we would um, on a Sunday night we'd get it all torn down maybe it was pouring down rain because in Portland it always rains the end of October (laughs) and we'd be finishing up the pumpkin patch and we'd we'd, uh, throw everything in the trailer and by Tuesday morning at 4 a.m. we were on the road to Arizona to do a four or five weekend run down there and then we'd head home turn around and do it again in March so uh, that was our life. We did um, festivals and events. And eventually, you know, we started thinking it would be really fun to have this on the grocery shelf. So um, we, we dreamt about it a lot. It didn't go quickly. It was a little trial and error. We have the process of making our popcorn with the big open flame, the big stainless steel kettle in the paddle, and that's what makes it miss Hannah's popcorn that's what makes it special is that that high high heat and a lot of times what happens is um although people are being very they're very successful but a lot of um like our competition other people who started out in the farmers markets they'll they'll stop making it that way because you can't mass 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 produce popcorn in a kettle like that with a human stand over it where it just takes so much um it, it just takes so much longer to make it. Where a lot of these people who have changed from making it at a farmers markets and now they have these huge brands, which we are buying from the grocery shelves, they have gone to the big industrial popping equipment and bagging equipment and all of that. Yeah, we so worked interviewed a,
0: a woman whose um, grandfather invented the first popcorn making, a uh, commercial popcorn making machine in Chicago. It was I can't remember mm-hmm. the name. Craters.
3: Is it Creators? Yes, 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 yes.
0: That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it that's is
3: awesome. And those are wonderful machines. Yeah, we're familiar with Creators brand. Yeah, those are wonderful machines. So it took us a long time to get the certification, the permitting, and all of that so that we could okay. still have our propane-fired kettle inside a building because inside the building is where the right. Department of Ag will certify you. So all of these things had to harmoniously come together before we could offer our popcorn out in the retail world uh, to the grocery stores, to the wineries, to the boutique, um, you know, gift shops uh, and things like that.
2: Am I, am I remembering correctly that you, you started out involved with the Portland Farmer's Market? the one that oh, we yes love that did. market.
3: Mm-hmm. We love it's that farmers market. Okay. It's, a, it's a beautiful market. Yeah. We were we were some of their first vendors, and there's some really there's a really big names that came out of that market. Dave's Killer Bread. We were two doors down from him, two booths down from him when he was still putting labels. Dave was in the booth at the oh. time. He was putting labels on his. Bags of bread, and I remember when he changed to uh, pre-printed bags, just like we've recently done is changed to pre-printed bags, and it's just it, it's a different feel. And uh, Ruby Jewel ice cream, if you've ever seen Ruby Jewel ice cream in the grocery store, she's got beautiful ice cream sandwiches. I remember when she used to be sitting there in her cart with her cute little umbrella over the top. Really great. Really yeah, great, well,
0: um, part of the neighbors. fun of all this is uh, that we, we sometimes interview people when they're just the most elemental startups and then Mm -hmm. they become a big brand and and then we interview them like then and now and it's so exciting to see. It's so
3: fun to see them all grow and Portland, as you said earlier, Portland is uh, just definitely a foodie town. And it there's is. just been a lot of really great food that comes out of it, and we have a really wonderful food innovation center through Oregon State University. Okay, and, wait, uh, we
0: interviewed that woman.
3: Who was the Sarah was Sarah Missoni. Is that? Yeah. Who? She's wonderful. Her name is Sarah Masoni, and she is yes, the one. Yes. I don't remember yes. what her nickname is exactly, but the Million Dollar Palette or the $5 Million Dollar Palette or something like that. She's yeah. helped us with a couple of our flavors. Uh-huh. She's great. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: yeah, I think what, so too. The, the, the amazing thing to me was the packaging. The, the, I mean, you you get a hell of a lot of popcorn in one of your packages.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun. We, um, you know, how much fun
2: it is? Black on the it's black on the, outs- the box is. Imagine this: it's black on the outside, it's black on the inside. The packaging is really delightful looking. And, and you, you start eating you start eating, and you can't stop, yeah Peter
0: <laughs> picked out something awful, I mean, it's embarrassing if I could tell you how much he's gone through <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't i don't, even, I don't even like i don't even like popcorn.
3: best compliment we could ever receive you know there was a time at the at a at an event down in um, Arizona I remember the people specifically we have done thousands of events but I remember this team specifically this one man was saying I don't like kettle corn I said well do you want to try it it's kind of fun and he goes no and his wife says you should try it you should try it He tried it. He said, I don't even like popcorn, let alone kettle corn, and I'm (laughs) going to buy four bags of that. That is amazing. (laughs) And so we use that story when people say they don't like it. Yeah. Oh, that is such a compliment. Thank you so much. We really appreciate (laughs) that. How many (laughs) total flavors do you have? Oh, goodness. I would say we have 18 in the store every day. And we have rotating anywhere from one to five, depending upon the season of our seasonal flavors. And, of course, the seasonal flavors are what really get the numbers up. So I would say, I mean, flavors that we are happy with, that we have sold over forty-five, fifty, for sure. And we can, I mean, I can throw... Some garlic and you know some hot sauce on on um, popcorn and call it a flavor, but that's not something that we would have necessarily sold in our store. So uh-huh. in our stores we have um, on average 20 and maybe 20, 22 or 23 in there every day for mm-hmm. sale. Yeah, the, the, and then they'll there's some really. Not,
0: what inspires you to do these flavors? You you say you get a <laughs> lot of feedback of what people want.
3: Mm-hmm. We do. Uh, there was – okay, so if we're looking at just trying to find – see, we're a dry product, so most of what we use is dried, right? There are some items that we use in our formulations that are uh, liquid or wet or something like that that we've created a pr- process that will work with that that we can um, – get the flavors to all work together and not end up with soggy popcorn it's something that we uh it's a procedure that we protect <laughs> with our life and um but it's it's uh it really does help to create these different flavors so when we're looking for say i'm looking for some freeze-dried dill seasoning or something. There might be something else on this website that I've discovered, oh, there's freeze-dried pineapple or there's there's some <laughs> uh, gummy bears that are, you know, oh. a little bit more chewy than regular. And so those – or maybe how can I make a gummy bear flavor, that kind of thing. Oh, that wow. will pique our interest. So that's – and sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it. Or a customer one time asked us to make um, – People have asked us to make s'mores before. And so Hannah did a thing on Instagram like uh, like brackets like you would when you're doing, you know, semifinals and finals of like, you know, soccer brackets and, you know, sports and all that stuff. Um, but she said it, it boiled down to um, like a couple of different drizzled flavors, a couple of peppermint flavors. And we eventually got down to everybody's favorite flavor was s'mores and before this time we said we'll never make s'mores it'll be too much time too much labor you know and so you many did ingredients it, did we did it we did it one time we had it for about a month and we said we'll never do it again there it's it's delicious but because we hand do everything it was just way too labor intensive I don't I think oh, we yeah. probably lost money on it <laughs> but it had right. dried marshmallows in it chocolate drizzle broken oh yeah breakfast. we that. delicious yeah. Yeah, it was
0: great. Well, yeah, one of our has very s'mores.
3: popular... Yeah, everybody and loves everybody
0: that. Everybody has some more. So, I mean, I'm the one I haven't tasted that I want to taste is the pickle one.
3: <gasps> Did I send you some, right? Yeah, The one mm-hmm. pickle? Did I send yeah. you some pickles pickle? I'm pretty
0: sure. Yeah, and I want to taste that.
2: I, I haven't sta- I it yet. Open
3: it up right now and taste it. It's a good one. I, sta-
2: I started with <laughs> the chocolate. And and's going to start All of with our it. Fli- you're you see if I read
0: chocolate. that see I'm I i do not have a sweet tooth and if I just yeah. read what was in that I wouldn't have liked it. But I tasted it. And I got hooked
3: on it with <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> I was shocked. It's it's guitar chocolate, it's good chocolate, we don't mess around. Um yeah,
0: well, Every you you really must have flavors. a sophisticated you must have a very sophisticated palate though to perfect all these different flavors.
3: Well, I think it's the combination of uh, we bring in every all the members of the family, get to taste it and see if we all like it. Our rule oh, really? of thumb used to be it's not as much this anymore, but when we create a new flavor, unless we eat the whole bag or we're willing to, it probably isn't going to make it to the shelf. So that was <laughs> what it was with our strawberry balsamic when we started that. We couldn't decide if we wanted it sweet or savory as the base. And we ended up with sweet because my husband and I sat down to a movie and we we uh, devoured the entire bag. And he's not a big, like, he he likes popcorn, but he likes, he'd rather have a bowl of salted popcorn. So like buttery salt or something with a little bit of candy in it, maybe some, mm-hmm. you know, you like you would at the movie theater kind of thing. But every single one of our flavors has a story. That Pickles and Popcorn, Hannah and I were on a road trip. We were in Nashville at a farmer's market. We always stopped by the popcorn booth or the popcorn shop. And some guy had dill pickle popcorn, and we bought a bag, and we looked at each other, and we got to figure out how to make that. So came home and figured it out. There are a lot of fun flavors. The Sea Salt de Brulee is amazing. It's raw sugar, crushed sea salt, and vanilla. We created that one because there was an event up in Seattle, the – uh, seafood festival in ballard and they didn't want us to do kettle corn because they already had a kettle corn guy and we thought we can't go without having a sweet and salty so we made sea salt brulee we used organic sugars and um uh, pink himalayan salt is is wonderful yeah
2: that's yeah what, you're also sauce,
0: you're very particular
3: chocolate. about the the health um
0: aspects of what you're putting into it i read mm-hmm. that somewhere
3: yeah, and it's also not a product that people are going to eat every single day. I mean, some people do, but it's not like it's it's your, you know, um always on your table. Uh it's it's a snack, it's a treat. So we also are going to um the flavor is the most important thing, and then we move down to, you know, okay, well, what can we do? How can we change this oil? How can we do that? Can we get a true true uh, berry instead of an artificial berry. We do have our tutti frutti, which is you know something we've had since it's year It's pretty. The
0: tutti frutti is pretty. Yeah.
3: yeah, and people love it. If we mm-hmm. were to do uh, an organic version of that, people would say, "Where's my tutti frutti? I want my tutti frutti back." So yeah. we would add in an organic, you know, so one. hmm Yeah. It's
0: it's really a, it's a some a, a real adventure for for you two to do this together, huh?
3: <laughs> it has been it has been we've spent I mean my husband and I ran it for 15 years doing the festivals and events and then our daughter graduated from college Hannah she was it was um what year was it oh well I can't even remember anymore but she graduated college in 15 and about 2016-17 she's been working for us for about a year in 17-18 and then she said I, I I am going to be doing popcorn popcorn is where I'm supposed to be I'm being led to do this. Really, I'm led to do this, I will be here for you. And I thought, wow, I I really didn't see that. I saw you doing these other things, and don't do it, you know, because you think I can't figure certain things out. <laughs> you know, I wanted her to know, you do not have to do this. She goes, no, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so she went and um, she worked really hard for a year and a half or so and then she said I have learned everything I can possibly learn about this business and about business in general I have to go get my master's so she went and um, did an adult degree program which took two years it was one um, class at a time so she was still able to work through George Fox University she got her master's in business in 2020 She was one of those, uh, you know, um, master's graduates that didn't get to have a graduation because it was, you know, December of 2020 and everything kept getting canceled. Yeah, but that didn't stop her from learning everything she needed to learn. And she was able to put – she has been able to put so many systems in place and brought us – um, more current. There were just a lot of things that my husband and I didn't really innately understand how to do and put all these new systems in place like um, payroll systems and just uh, scheduling systems and things like that. But it's even more in-depth now. Hannah is one of the smartest people I know. I've always thought that about her since she was a little girl. And now she has turned the corner with Miss Hannah's. And during 2020, um, we we had already had a shop in 2016, and that's where Hannah was helping us a lot. We were doing some events, but then during 2020, you know, all the events ended. Nobody was out doing any any uh, art or street fairs of any kind, right. farmers markets, none of that stuff, and um, so that was all over for us. And. The good thing was I had already gotten our certification from the Department of Ag. We had um, a certified kitchen that we were working out of, and we were able to, um, you know, get a couple of – I think the UPC codes really freaked me out. I couldn't figure out how to make that happen, and now I can just whip out a UPC code through, you know, the site, the website in two seconds. But at the time, it was overwhelming and we were able. It is. It, to... it is.
0: I mean, people who start out, they have a great idea, but the mm-hmm. actual implementation of your great idea is very complicated and and demanding, and and mm-hmm. a lot of people just lose steam with their idea.
3: And thank you for recognizing that. And so when you see somebody out there who has a new product, and maybe they just have one type of uh, cinnamon honey butter or something like that. And you're like, I know how much work went into getting that label done. You've got to figure out how to do the UPC code. You've got to get all your nutrition facts. You've got to get your nutrition panel. You've got to have everything on your label has to be exactly what the Department of Agriculture USDA wants on it. So we have to put the word popcorn on our buttery salt popcorn. It has to be buttery salt flavored popcorn. Even though our label is right above it and our logo is right above it that says Miss Hannah's gourmet popcorn company, you have to my sea salted brulee has to be sea salted brulee, raw sugar, crushed sea salt, and vanilla popcorn. So there are certain <laughs> criteria that has to be on your bag that we yeah. spent the rest of 2020 figuring out how we could simplify things. Finally, started um, making things happen as far as. Uh, not being afraid anymore to call, you know, the cute little gift shop down the street. Hey, would you like to carry my popcorn? You know, and then we got a second shop here um, in our little town of Newburgh, moved our production kitchen over there in November of 2020. And as soon as we put our sign up on the highway, as people were headed for the beach, because we're about 90 miles from the beach on the West Coast, and then um, on the way out to the beach is our our um, Willamette Valley um uh, the wine country. And so yeah, well, all, we, we have we about love, the, we
0: love the, wineries out here. We mm-hmm. love Oregon wines, that the way.
3: Ah, you got to come out. you got to come out for a visit. There's so oh, beautiful we've, we've
0: little... Done, we've done a lot of traveling around um, uh, That's Oregon. That's fantastic. In fact, yeah. I had a cousin who married a, pr- a former Miss Oregon.
3: <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah they're great. divorced
0: unfortunately. That didn't oh, work out. The wedding was
3: too bad fun. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I remember the wedding but they're divorced now. Yeah. 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 I remember years ago like thinking of, you know, weddings and people wanted wedding uh popcorn at their weddings. Um there were, you know, write-ups about popcorn and wine pairings, and now it just blows my mind how much popcorn oh, yeah. is sold just yeah. through our little bar. Well, wine I'm box. glad you notice it too, because I was beginning mm-hmm. to think I was just paying
0: too much attention, you know, I mean, <laughs> and making oh. stuff up. But it's no, it's everywhere. I know.
3: Yeah. It's well, listen, really
0: we we time. we have one last thing to. to now that we have everybody enticed to driving your popcorn, how do they mm-hmm. lay hands on it? How do they get it?
3: Oh, thank you for asking. Well, obviously, <laughs> you, can, you can pick it up at our shops if you're in the Portland metro area in Oregon, or you can absolutely find it on our website at MissHannahsPopcorn.com. Great. We're always And do you do to e-commerce, too? Instagram. Pardon me. E-commerce. You yes, do you, our, you do e-commerce as well. That's our. That's where our e-commerce will if you will you will get to our store there at Miss Hannah's Popcorn dot com. Have you ever a, thought of making? Have you ever thought of making eggplant flavored
0: popcorn? Wow, nobody's done that yet.
3: Wow. Nobody's ever done
0: that. I mean. Don't, it was kind of like a joke between me and my I, husband. I said that everybody makes things in because I have no sweet tooth. So I, every makes everyone makes all these different flavors, and nobody makes things in the flavors I like, like food, like eggplant. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 listen to her. Do do. do, do. <laughs> I think of eggplant do, as do, a carrier
3: do. for a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this been so, your, <laughs> so much fun, a Linda. Question: What's yeah. your favorite flavor? You said you like savory. So, of the ones that I sent you, what's your favorite flavor? Oh, I haven't had all of them yet. I'm looking forward to the pickle one.
0: That's the one. Yes, if you
2: have it, that's I, awesome.
0: I, I'm trying to think of what, which I've really enjoyed a lot. I mean, Peter, Peter usually opens it and opens them at different flavors, and then I jump in. And so mm-hmm. that's how I got to the chocolate one, which I, I I I didn't. If if I had the bet on it, I would have told you I hate, hated it if I didn't taste it, and and <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I loved it. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will t- I,
2: I will answer your question directly. Yes, please. And okay. and didn't she, she didn't ask, she didn't really answer your question, and the the real the real answer is the chocolate.
3: <laughs> that's our number one seller. It's amazing. We hand drizzle that chocolate with a slotted. You're spoon. kidding. We, no, I I'm not I kidding. Couldn't put, and, I
2: couldn't put it down. I, I just said I, <laughs> I could not put it down. And, and, oh. And I'm still I'm still
0: going. I still. That was still, the I, biggest surprise. You know, we got a lot of surprises with people sending samples, but that one was that my biggest surprise that I liked it. that's, I mean, I
3: that's so great. In fact, that's I liked so it great. so much
0: really liked it so, so I'm not sure if there's any of that left Is wrap it? I don't
3: know. well um, I've been trying to get Hannah to do one that's the the that exact chocolate but without the salt and with a smoky chipotle powder on it oh yeah that sounds good <laughs> she's like nobody's gonna like that mom <laughs> I do I do. I'm so we'll, glad we'll, that you. We'll played. try it. we we'll,
0: we'd we'll try it if you get her to do it. We'll try it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, oh, yeah.
0: this has been so much fun, Linda. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just. I, I think you're having a good time, also, in general, just yes. doing your business. And, and and I'm I'm happy for you in that regard. I'm happy that your daughter's involved. Um, mm-hmm. It she seems like the, job. the happiest story. Um, I'm so glad we did this interview. Uh, Thank Thank you very much for everything. And and, and keep keep having fun and keep having success.
3: Thank you. Thank you. That's that's our goal every day is that even if you – buy popcorn in our store or buy popcorn on our website, the way we package it, whatever it is that if you walk in, you can't understand why, but you feel like you just got a big warm hug and you walk out the door skipping with your bag of popcorn. So <laughs> that's that's the goal. If you can imagine that, paint yourself a little picture of what that looks like and that's just our goal every day, that everyone would feel loved and appreciated and um, just happy when they leave our leave our so- shops or open their box of popcorn when they receive it after ordering it online. So. You're wonderful. Okay, keep,
0: <laughs> us, so keep much. us informed of what you're doing next. <laughs> All right. Okay, you have a wonderful day. You too. Thank <laughs> you very much. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye.